Good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel and we're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign, corner of Springfield and Duncan. So feel free to come on out and join us in person. You can also join us by phone at 217-356-9397 or you can text us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by. They include today Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, and Mr. John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning. Okay, now first, uh, you're sitting in Steve's place, so I have the headphone volumes set very low because he likes them very quiet. Are you going to be able to hear with those, or you want me to turn them up? Maybe turn it up a little bit. A little bit. Okay, yeah, we could do that, sure. Well, I'm sitting here because Marianne and Steve always have these really, and you sit on the cunt chairs and I have to sit on that other one the other one I, I love it I at first I took I, I was taking that one but I didn't want people to trip over the cords oh sure that's my excuse yeah uh-huh. okay. for being on this side whatever <laughs> Marianne however has been very comfortable in that what this is a, a pretty like nifty a, chair it's a lazy it's a lazy boy that has buttons I, I know I'm afraid to push the buttons <laughs> I could see myself flipping over backwards or something. <laughs> I can't help myself when I see customers coming by and looking at them. I, ha- I have to say, sit down and push those buttons. Yes, buttons. <laughs> That's what buttons are for. That's right. That's right. <laughs> You guys have all sorts of great furniture here. So that's the department that we are in, by the way, if you want to stop by the store and see us. Yes. In the for uh, sure. furniture department. Yeah, We nice might as well comfy. be comfy while we're on the show, right? Oh, yes. Yes, and that way we can highlight your well, merchandise. We're promoting the merchandise, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. See. Wow, finally the sun's coming out. Yay. Yay. What a beautiful morning. Yes. Again. And, and, and it isn't going to be too, too, too hot out either. So it'll be like a beautiful fall. It'll, I think it's going to feel like a fall day. It, it sure did this morning on the way to work Yeah. with the top down. Did you come in with the top down? Of course I did. Oh, of course she you. does. It wasn't raining. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. I highly agree. Uh-huh. You know what it really is a good time to do? What is it? Since you brought one up, John. Yes. A beautiful shrub. This is a, a, a the holly. Um, winterberry, I think, yes. is what, what it's called usually. Yes, and can you see why? I see many red berries. Aren't those pretty? They're gorgeous. They are. They're very um, festive looking. They're, they're great shrubs all year long, but but in the fall and the winter, they just show off with these just masses of little red berries, and the birds love them. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things. Uh, it's great in a natural setting, especially kind of where, where oh, I for live, sure. especially uh, on the perimeters of the of the trees. I, I, I'd be putting these somewhere where you want a pop of color yeah. in the fall. Yeah. The, and they tolerate a little bit of shade. Yeah, yeah they do. Uh, I actually have some in a couple spots. I have a, a, a privacy fence that's six feet uh, high, and I have some in front of that. So that color just pops. Oh, gosh, I bet it's it. gorgeous. Yeah. Even better, these are on sale. That is even better. All of our flowering shrubs or deciduous shrubs are on sale, forty percent off. Yeah. Oh. So if you, in fact, I had a gentleman do that just a couple of days ago. He was he came in and was actually doing a lot 
a, a large area of landscape, and he probably bought 10 shrubs. Wow. That was really <laughs> smart to come in the fall. Then. Hey, <laughs> it's, it's not the same selection you have in the spring, but there's some really nice stuff there. Right. Even the knockout roses, 40% off. Absolutely. I went and looked at those before the show started. They're still blooming, aren't they? Yes, yeah. and you still have a pretty decent selection, oh, too. Oh, yeah. And they smell so good. When the sun comes up and it gets a little bit, just a little tiny bit warm. Oh, yeah. my gosh, the fragrance is so fabulous. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very and nice. this is a good time of year to observe the colors, yeah. how they perform in the fall. Because we do have some great, great shrubs that show off a little bit this time of year. The Father Gilla comes to mind. Mm -hmm. The Viburnums yeah, sure. come to mind. You you purchased some Viburnums last year, John, I remember. did. I did. Are they, did they do well? Are they... Uh, do they have berries on them? They they do have berries, and um, they're just not coloring up quite yet. But I, we're going to yeah, be there. Soon. We're going to be there. Yeah, yeah, soon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that you can get color from in the fall. It doesn't have to be just mums, which we have a lot of. Absolutely. Fabulous color out there. Did you? And you noticed Still the mums, well. did you not? Oh. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Kind of couldn't help, but. Oh, gosh, doesn't it look beautiful oh, out there? Gorgeous. It just makes me want to buy more. <laughs> sure, I know. I know it. I know Fill everything place. around my yard. There's always room for one more plant, right? Right. Right. Now, I'm kind of digging the purple ones this year. Isn't that a beautiful color? Yeah. It's so rich. It yeah. is. In fact, I had to double, I had to do a double take to make sure they weren't asters because Ooh. they were just so purple. You know, really purple. Not, yeah, yes, and not you know like borderline magenta maroon and whatnot. Getting back to the winter berries. Yes. Um, okay, so it is before Halloween, and we are seeing berries. When when do they start to come on? When do, I guess when do they start to ripen and turn red? Well, the the, the berries and start forming right after they flower. That's what the flowers are all about. Is is producing berries mm -hmm. coloring i think it's probably been in the last five or six weeks yeah 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 and of course these are plants that you have to have a male and a female plant so sometimes oh. we sell them separately okay and this particular one is a combo where we have the male and female plant to, together that's nice yeah Okay, good. And then how long will the berries stay on it? Until the birds eat them. Yeah, okay. Yep. Oh, well, how lovely then. Yeah. So pretty much throughout the fall. Yes. Well, um, a lot of times this is uh, uh, commercially grown and harvested for Christmas decor. Okay. You'll I see can those see red that. berries on the, on the stems like at the flower shop or whatever. Mm -hmm. you know, so. And that's what they come from. Yep. Winterberry. Shrubs, trees shrubs shrub yeah. it's a shrub okay and so when it's fully mature how large will it get i think this is about a six footer yep oh gosh six foot tall six foot wide oh or no just, yes. i was wrong <laughs> eight foot hey it's a big plant eight feet tall and wide yes wow okay so yeah but oh. that that's in perfect conditions and you know you give and it all the space pruning it oh you can prune them absolutely yeah okay good all right, nice. But yeah, that is a beautiful addition. I even like the 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 uh, bark is a little bit um, pretty to me. It's kind of smooth and gray. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see that. 
which the other thing to look at, we, we have uh, some uh, cornus, some dogwood shrubs. I think all the red twig is gone, but we have yellow twig. And the cooler it gets outside, the more yellow the the branches are. It's just, really? it's really lovely. It's beautiful, yeah. That's neat. Especially when you have that dreary winter landscape, and then all of a sudden you get that pop of color. Yeah, there's nothing like seeing that shrub just sticking up out of the snow, whether it's the yellow one or the red one. I think there's some orange, orangey red varieties also, but it's beautiful. I think I wasn't aware of any of those, or even th- that's why they were named you know, that way. Red twig and dog, yellow twig, yeah. Okay. There you go. That in the winter time, yeah. that that's when you can enjoy Yeah, the, the branches, cut, their stems pretty much green up or, or get tannish coloration during the growing season. They're nice shrubs, you know, nice green leaves. So there's some with a white margin on the leaves. Mm-hmm. It's a little brighter, but. Uh, I think it's nice uh, to use as a little bit of a border or, or somewhat of a privacy uh, yeah. hedge. Yep. Is they're very effective that way. Oh, yep. good. Once they lose their leaves, you got that great show off of color in the winter. Absolutely. Very nice. And what's even better? <laughs> we use them a lot in the wintertime here when we uh, create our porch pots. We'll oh. use the red twig dogwood yeah. stems. You go out and cut them when they're nice and red. Well, okay, so this isn't something that you've spray painted? Well, not no. here. Not, at home, maybe. Not this particular <laughs> thing, anyway. <laughs> it's a it's a really uh, kind of a russety, not quite burgundy red. It's not it's not a fire engine red, but it's a r- beautiful natural color. And Just, that's what you end up using in your in the porch pot. It, it makes it. It's really a very pretty addition. It's very structural and yeah, in your face. Nice. Yeah. Gives you that big thriller coming up out of the yeah. arrangement. Yeah. yeah. You know what else is a great thing to do now besides planting shrubs and perennials, which are also on sale? Yeah. Bulbs. Spring oh. flowering fall planted bulbs. Is, is it okay to start planting them now? Um, I think after the soil dries out a little bit, Get, get in this, it might be cool yeah. enough. It's, uh, it's yeah, I think so. It's, yeah, absolutely. Now it's just so saturated that you wouldn't even want to get in there and dig around. Yeah. Because you're going to create some concrete. Unless you're in one of those little pockets that didn't get very much rain. <laughs> but, you know, it'd rain and then it'd stop and then it'd rain and then it stopped. So I'm sure some places didn't get as much as others. Yeah. But, yeah, it's probably too wet right now. But we're in that time of year. So come and get your bulbs. Oh. While we still have some. Before they sell out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. Look at those daffodils. Aren't those gorgeous? Nothing says spring like a daffodil, you know? Yes. I, I have to agree with you. I mean, because I, I would almost think, hmm, crocus or iris. No, no. It's got to be the daffodils. 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 You know what's really cool about when you buy the bulbs? You don't really have to ask too many questions you know i don't know what to do how do how am i going to plant them how deep mm-hmm. you know how, how far, far apart the biggest question is does the pointy end go up yeah <laughs> oh yeah. yeah and does the pointy end go up Marianne? yes it does but you know what they're pretty smart they will find their way up even if you plant them upside down okay good so. <laughs> Yeah. what's great about all the packaging now is it's uh you know obviously it has the what color they are and how beautiful the blooms are. Huge, bright, yeah, photos on the labels. But on the back, it tells you, you know, how tall the mature plants are going to be. 
in how deep you plant them and how far apart you plant them and when you plant them which is you know they have to do a general September through December um, okay just because you know here we want to wait till it's the soil temps are cooler so uh, late October November for us and then when they flower this particular uh, daffodil blooms in March and April so it's an early one you know what I love about those directions is that I don't need a magnifying glass to read them, and it's like par- you know, like all the seed these- packets. Oh <laughs> yeah, paragraph after paragraph after paragraph, and all these warnings and whatnot. No, and it's, pictures. And it's and photos, it's like it's universal, pictures, yeah. universal pictures. And look at there's the pointy end is pointing up. Yes. See the trowel. You have even? a picture a trowel. of a trowel. It's right? digging. <laughs> digging a hole. Yeah. You have a picture of your uh, bulbs sitting in the soil with the pointy end up, and then a picture of the soil over them in your watering can. I love it. All right. Well, yeah, and, and you're right. Now is the time to come out and get all of the bulbs that you want because they do go quickly. Yes, they do. And, uh, and as we were hearing even... You know, just a few weeks ago, you were still having a hard time trying to get some in. Many, many places having a hard time getting the bulbs in, as as with the shipping on any other product out there yeah. that we're hearing about. Yeah, it's it's a little stressful right now, but it's coming. But All you're of pulling in what you can. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's you know nice. what? We everybody just has to roll with it. Yeah, <laughs> not much can be done. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I I like this package that you just brought up, John. The Doctor Earth. Doctor Earth. Spectacular. That's it's a, bulb food. Bulb. It's fertilizer. Oh, okay. Organic and natural, handcrafted blend. Doctor Earth created for life. It's a higher phosphorus uh, count. F- phosphorus promotes the flowering. Flowering oh. and uh, some some root growth as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that way, um, it's good to apply that in the hole before you put the bulb in. Okay. And I'm assuming it would already tell you like how much. Yeah. Oh, teaspoonful yeah. or whatnot. Probably not that much. And then uh, fl- uh, you can fertilize uh, in the spring as they're as they're growing and up till up till they're flowering. And then you would stop. Okay. That is nice. So have you have either of you tried this product before? Doctor Earth Spectacular Bulb Food? I, I've put fertilizer actually I use I use compost to yeah, that's in, what in I my do planting sites, even with my bulbs. Um, this is a, a new product for us, Doctor Earth. I mean we've carried the brand, Doctor Earth, but not the bulb food, and I really I think this is cool. It, it just first of all, it just is like here I am. Yeah. You know, just Nice and easy. With big and tulips on the front. for what you want. <laughs> <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> True. Day giveaway. <laughs> and it's organic. Which, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a really nice feature. It is. You're right. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. You can call in and join us at 217-356-9397. That works out to 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 217-351-5357. You guys have some great coupons uh, that I received through my email because I am an IB Long member with Prairie Gardens. Yep. Uh, are you sharing those with other people as well or just be, just for the IB Long members? Um, you can go to Prairie Gardens website okay. and 
the coupon is there. It's also on Facebook. Okay. So, uh, of course, our best category ever is the house plants because that's plants continually all year round. Mm-hmm. We have a really cool crispy wave fern. Oh, it's so pretty. It almost looks fake. You know, it's so perfect. Yeah. And those are 25 four inch pot for 25% off. What an interesting crinkly leaf. Yeah, it that's has. Uh, uh, part of the uh, bird nest fern family, which is just spectacular and actually a really easy care plant. Yeah. It just looks cool. It, do- it really does look cool. Uh, and then we have a six inch. I'm trying to think how I would describe it. I'm hoping one of you catalog writers. Crinkly and roughly. Yeah. Upright growth. It has uh, wider fronds. Single. <laughs> Let's see. What else do you want to know? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of the, the color as like a really pretty Kelly green. Um, okay. They have really nice ferns. We'll have to take a photo and put it on our Facebook page. What else do you have next yeah, to you? Yeah, you should. The well, crinkly. And, you know, they're promoting this as as a natural air purifier uh, just in the past few years a lot of the house plants are uh, are scrutinized as as helping us with our environment inside the home taking out the toxins aren't so, they all uh, yeah yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but different plants clean different things out of the air really yeah I did not know that. Uh, there's, I, I think the most famous study what everybody knows about is the NASA study um, because they needed to clean the air environment in outer space. Okay. So they used different plans maybe to test the, the environment that, or simulate the environment so that they could clean the air. So there's a list of what each plant that they tested cleans out of the air. And every one of them is a little bit different. But they, but all plants do that. Fascinating. So I don't care what plant you get; you're doing something very beneficial for your environment. Okay. So that's right. Good, good. There you go. So do so, these list? Uh, there's a there's a list of from NASA, but many many other, as Marianne just said, most of the plants will. Okay. Obviously, take carbon dioxide out. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, the coolest plants and now ever. I want to check out uh, NASA's NASA's page on which plants aerate which particles. <laughs> yeah, just get online, yeah. you find it. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's just some trivia, basically. To me, it's just trivia. <laughs> it's been around for a long time <laughs> yeah. too. It's not like yeah. it's something that happened just in the last few years, but people are just noticing it in the last few years. <laughs> and oh, Isn't and if funny? they can find a new angle to market, yeah, then they'll they'll seize upon it, right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? Yay. So then we have uh, the six-inch hanging basket, Hoya Carnosa. Oh, that's beautiful. Which is uh, 1997. I love uh, the regular dark $29.99, so that's a pretty good deal. Oh, gosh, yes. And the yellow, the yellow inside of the dark green uh, leaves. And a stem that has and a reddish stem, coloration to yes, it. Yes. Very stem. nice color combination. Very long, it gets to be a really long trailer. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it could sit on a table high, higher up or on a shelf or, you know, just be a, a hanging basket. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Any of those things. Oh, nice. And it has that succulent kind of nature to it, so it's going to be pretty easy care. Easy care, not a lot of water. 
So when or you forget, don't overwater like is the number one problem with house plants. Usually, it used to be my problem. Now I forget to water, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you go with the succulents now. There you go. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, on then on have, the far uh, side, four inch pot of uh, the ficus, uh, known as rubber plant. Okay. Ficus burgundy and tanniki, which is a variegated. That variegation is just beautiful. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So mostly creamy white margin that kind of uh, bleeds into the, the leaf center and then kind of a reddish stem. Mm-hmm. Really pretty. Yeah. Well, these are this is neat because, you know, these are four-inch pots, good starter plants, good price. Because, you know, sometimes plants can be expensive. And if you are afraid, if you're just starting, I don't want to spend, you know, 20 or $30 to something that I'm going to kill right away. Which you know, some people go in it that way into it negatively, where where they really want to start. And do you have something small that I can get started with? And this is a great way to do it. Absolutely. The other angle, and this is how I come uh, approach it, is if I have too many large plants in inside my home, it just takes up too much real estate. So I like the the smaller ones that I can just put in a pretty planter and set on a, a coffee table or a side table or on top of the piano, that kind of a thing. Yep, that's a great look. Sure. Yeah. Which reminds me, it is definitely time to get your houseplants traveling inside. Ooh, yes. If they're sitting outside, they're going to be unhappy. Oh, okay. As our nights cool off. Yeah. 40, I just worked on that on Wednesday. For, if 40 degrees tonight, you were smart. She's a smart guy. Mm, <laughs> not always. <laughs> we'll give you credit this time, though. <laughs> So uh, we've we've had an awful lot of people, or I have, um, asking about how, how what do you do when you bring houseplants in? Um, you know, the the best thing to do first is hose them down, make sure you're dis, disturb dis, dis, <laughs> dispersing. Excuse me, See, it's morning. You'll get dispersing there. all of those bugs that are on it as many as you can. Um, then perhaps a contact spray insecticide. Um, like a s- insecticidal soap mm-hmm. or something of that nature. Yep. Now, uh, when you when you talk about um, washing off, hosing it down, uh, every once in a while I will hear about uh, washing a plant down to its roots. Do you, and maybe that's just because of like uh, an infestation or checking for some kind of insects. Uh, I, s- I suppose you could, but... You know, it's not really good to do. Not something I, that you do I, often. I, I think that's maybe it's pretty extreme when people are doing some repotting and things like that. Yeah, okay. So yeah. I've had people tell me they've had ants nest in a pot. Ooh. So that would be one reason you'd want to do that, I suppose. But okay. um, n- not necessarily. Not a good practice. Okay. And it's a hard time of year to be doing that to a plant. Yeah. <laughs> so at, at least... At least wash off the foliage and the stems. Okay. And then and the contact spray. Certainly the systemic. Yeah, and then the systemic. Then the systemic. Oh, and then the systemic. Well, you yeah. could just do the systemic, but the other, the fir- when you do those first two things, it cuts down the population of right. insects. Right. So I, I don't know about the, you, but I've had white fly like crazy. Ugh. So hosing it down, you can just see them flying off. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Yeah. Uh, I was amazed at what was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well well first where where i live you know you got to pick the acorns out of the out of sure. the crevices and then there's you know like the brown spiders and uh, the stink uh, bugs are hiding oh, yeah. 
Let's see. I had a sensevaria snake plant and several uh, bromeliads that I was working on to bring inside. And they get way down into those crevices. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. Really? Those sneaky little bugs. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sneaky. Sneaky. So, so again, just hose them off? So, so Yeah, hose off. So uh, actually, I did my systemic a couple weeks ago. So it could get Yay. start to get activated. And then I did my hosing in insecticidal soap. And I sat into the garage for so Wednesday still still in there today so it's time to get them into the house <laughs> but that way you can you can double check to see if there's still any insects sure. absolutely you know better to have them in the garage than in the house yeah so. that's well smart. in the garage the chickens can get them so right mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry no chickens sorry. have their own coop don't they yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just used to be in the garage <laughs> That's all right. But yeah, I, I hadn't even thought about, uh, yeah, bringing, transitioning them and just bringing them in the garage for a few days just to, and then what, you just, you know, hose it off again just to make sure and see what's going to fly off. I suppose you could. Especially yeah. the uh, insecticidal soap or, or just physically removing if you find something. Okay. Nice. But it's time. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It is time. And then making, obviously, making sure the pot's draining which I made sure that that was happening. And then, of course, you'll want to have some protection like saucers under the plants. Right. To protect the wood, carpeting, whatever you're setting it on. The other yeah. nice thing to have is uh, the, uh, the the trays with uh, wheels on them. <gasps> yes. <laughs> to move your plants around. If That's you, so if nice. If you have a larger plant. Well, especially you if you oh, have yeah. a larger plant. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So do we know what to get you for Christmas, I, I, I have plenty of them, believe me. <laughs> and then I have a couple of uh, closed containers that they, they don't have drainage. So, oh, some, yeah. Some uh, decorative containers that sometimes I'll set plants into. Mm-hmm. So we really have to be careful about when we're watering and monitoring that you don't let the plant sit in the excess water. So you need right. to go back after, you know, 30 minutes and double check. Because right. I, you know, I've been guilty of that happening. Yep, that's that's an important one. Yep, important. Okay. You were saying earlier that uh, overwatering plants is one of the ways that most plants die by overwatering house plants, yeah. and that's one of the ways it happens. Now, when you're bringing your house plants inside, you kind of want them to slow down their whole systems, right? They, yes, they're already starting to do that just because of the less light they're getting every day. So do you want to fertilize them in any way or not, really? I'd say no. So, yeah, rule of thumb is, is let it let it be into its dormancy state as because of the light levels are less, they're not growing as actively. And if you do want to fertilize, I have talked to a few people that I really had to repot it because it was too big, too it was too big for the container so i would still not recommend and if you want to then you would want to cut it down at least by half wow okay that's and you know and that's not something that i would have thought of otherwise but just because of our discussion y'all get my wheels turning trying to understand we have a text at three five one five three five seven 
Uh, if you buy indoor plants from Prairie Gardens, do you have to treat for bugs before bringing inside the home? You guys kind of take care of that here, don't you? Well, we have don't usually have um, infestations, but when we do, right. we take care of it. Yeah. And well, just because somebody, well, hopefully somebody's monitoring all the time. So it, it never hurts, though, when you're changing environments like that. Yeah. At least, uh, you know, to monitor it, absolutely. Uh, when we get our shipments, of course, everything's grown based in Florida, uh, mostly, mostly outdoors, under shades, you know. So, mm. uh, you know, there is but there potential also for, for but but usually those growers have have programs as far as taking care of that type of thing. So, yeah. Yep, they do it every day. Yeah, taking care of their uh, merchandise. I can see that. Oops. So, um, oops, Tamara pulls on her headphone cord and knocks all the plants over. <laughs> oops. <laughs> no, I'm fine. I didn't do anything. I'm all right. So, did you have any questions this week as far as or concerns from customers that you worked with? It's grass seed. Grass yeah, seed. everybody's still after the grass seed. And are uh. we still so? It's more on the edge. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously on the edge. Really? When you think about bluegrass, it typically takes two weeks-ish to germinate. Okay. Uh, some of the others, the fescues and the rise, don't take as long, and that's why they're one of the reasons they're in the mix with bluegrass usually. But it's, Well, and now uh, compi- compiled with all the rain we've had, you know, it's going to mm. delay. Even longer, yeah. Yeah. Because you won't be able probably to get in to, to do seeding. Um Probably towards the end of the week, yeah, don't you imagine? I would think. It, yeah. it might be before that, but, yeah, it's going to take a while. You know, that's going to be another week gone. Yeah. And then, you know, temps start getting cooler, and then it takes longer for germination and yep. root establishment, and then you're going to run into the frost situation. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. So at some point it just turns into bird food. Okay. So and Pretty and soon. We're just just on the cusp yeah. you'd say it and it, it just depends on the weather <laughs> That's right. so you know if it turns out and it's supposed to be sunny and in the 70s i think for most of the week which is going to be very conducive to getting that going again but this might be the last chance yeah right yeah for sure okay and we have all the varieties in right now of grassy yes I'm but pretty limited sure. Limited quantities. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. All right. Last night I just end up last night. It just feels like it's last night because it's so dark after six fifteen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 tackling all the pokeweed and because it was such a nice privacy screen and we didn't know what it was. It, it it's been going for a couple of years now, so I'm seriously trying to get in there, and it's just oh my goodness, it goes back and back and just on and on, and I that's uh, funny. Oh yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> a pokeweed privacy hedge. Yeah, I, that just cracks. That's interesting, uh, isn't oh, it? <laughs> it? Well, yeah, it was 
beautiful. My husband certainly loved it. And crazy. <laughs> it worked well. But oh my goodness, as I'm pulling it out, though, I mean, it's all along these um, evergreens. And it's climbing up into the evergreens. And I'm sure it's like choking it and shutting out the light on it. What I'm like, oh my goodness, it's not just that these are poisonous. They're just incredibly invasive. That's pretty much why they're called weeds. Well, yeah. I, I guess you kind of neglected that area for a little bit, huh? Well, no, honest, we we didn't know it was bad. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> and we're, you know, focusing on other things, other areas in the yard, other things <laughs> that needed attention, and you know. Yeah. Didn't, didn't, like, we didn't know what we were doing. I guess it's the best thing to say. We didn't know. Honest, I didn't know. And they just made a really good privacy screen, and they were pretty. They had the little, okay. you know, the pink stems and the purple berries. and That made oh. lots more plants. Oh, yeah. oh yep. yes, they did. Oh, you're so, funny. Yeah, so I'm going to have to take uh, some of your recommendations about uh, taking the, uh, what, spectricide or whatever it was you called to spectrum the herbicide oh to kill them. i can't remember which it was yeah but to kill them i have to go back and listen there's to a, a number of products that would take care of it so okay get on it honey. and i'm pulling <laughs> the roots out and i'm trying to stop the berries the from way. falling yeah when, Pull yeah it. pulling is is probably the best way and when they're young they're pretty easy to pull i'm not sure about when they're trees no they're when they're trees they're harder okay um but then once they start to die then they pull right out oh, okay again. so yeah it, i just cut them and then i let the stalk start to die and then i'll pull it out but oh my goodness i still swear it never existed before this past couple of years though <laughs> <laughs> i had never seen it before i've never heard of it before and suddenly i'm seeing it everywhere it's like when you get a new car and suddenly you see your, that car your new everywhere. car yeah. everywhere yeah you never noticed it before <laughs> yeah right. got it <laughs> But okay, if you say pokeweed has been around, yep. I gotta believe you. So, John, what have you been doing in your yard? Yeah. Mm. Mostly, I worked on my houseplants. Ah, yeah. That's yeah. a good thing. I am fighting with a pocket gopher or Ooh. two. Or ten. <laughs> yeah, <knows>? probably. <laughs> and it's just become an, uh, a battle because... I don't want to put out any poison. Yeah. Because I'm afraid my cats will catch oh. them and eat them and Yeah. So it's tearing up all my hall, my new area that I just put in on my new my new walkway, my sidewalk. Oh no. So around it, under it. Wow. Yeah. What about uh live traps? Would would those be okay? Yeah, I guess they would. We've had because we, we've had um problems with you know, mice because we're right next to a field. Sure. And it, I'm, they work really well. I'm so happy to say. That's amazing. So, it, yeah, so Good. we can catch them and then just take them back out in the field so they can come back in again. Way get their, out in the field. Get their exercise. Drive them like three miles down the road. So they can run back to you. They'll beat yeah. you home, actually. <laughs> Don't say that. Okay. So as I'm out and around, I evaluate what as we all do, what worked well, what didn't work well. You know, maybe I need to move those hostas because they're getting a little bit too much sun. Oh, why did I plant those 
Japanese painted ferns under that tree where it's so dry and I have to maintain them all the time with water. So things like that, you know, you need yeah. to observe. I, I moved some little evergreens just before it started raining. Well, good at, for you. At the beginning of the week. I mean, it was perfect timing. Yeah, I guess so. so. They weren't real big, but it was like, oh, is it too early to move these? was perfect <laughs> excellent so, yeah they'll, they'll start getting the roots in the ground and they're slowed down their growth and it'll still have enough time oh sure they will still have enough sure. time okay yeah, put lots will. of mulch around them absolutely yeah. tilt or dug in a lot of compost first before before i planted them and hopefully nice. hopefully yeah and then i've kind of been citing where i'm gonna plant my bulbs yes that's an important thing to do. Checking out photos from last spring, maybe? You know, just when I walk, walk walk, around and I walk, how is it, am I going to see it, if I'm going to see it from inside the house and or if it's going to be for outside for everybody else to enjoy to enhance the property. So yep. I think I've got it narrowed down. Oh, cool. What bulbs did you get? Uh, I, I've got a combination of uh, daffodil narcissus and uh muscari nice i love muscari the one actually it's the one that i pulled here it's uh it's called father and son it's yellow with the orange center the daffodil and that's two sizes so one large oh. one and one small oh. one how oh, cool i get the name now that is neat yeah oh father and son okay and that's the narcissus daffodil the big boy and the little boy yeah I think it's kind of a fun combination. It is. Yes. Very nice. And then you're going to plant the uh, grape hyacinth with it? I'm going to plant it. Um, what else do you have over there? Oh, it's, it's muscari. Grape oh, this is the muscari. Isn't that pretty? It really it, is. Uh, in conjunction, but not right next to it. So it'll be, there'll probably be like eight feet in, nice. in between. Now, if I remember correctly, muscari doesn't grow very tall. So does that it? particular one is about six inches. Okay, and and, then and it tells it you that on the back of the label. Okay, but you know, listeners can't read the label right now, so oh. I'm just going to discuss it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and what's <laughs> nice about that? <laughs> it naturalizes and yeah. becomes a like a little blanket. Yep. Yes. Because I have uh, some muscari in, in our backyard. And oh, cool. it just pops up and it's just, yeah, beautiful little pop pop of blue, nice. purplish blue in there. And now with the Narcissus father and son dafts, how, what are they, how tall are they supposed to be? I'm guessing I what, like maybe 12 inches? Okay. It looks like they're two different uh, 14 and 18. Cool. So you're going to put the muscari before? In front of? It'll be in front, yes. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And now it's just deciding where you want to put it. That's right. And if it'll have enough sunlight. Did, I'm assuming these need full sun? Well, most all bulbs would want full sun, but the best thing about the spring bulbs, you can plant in shade because they usually oh. bloom before you get all the leaf canopies out right in the trees again okay so you can plant them under deciduous trees anyway mm -hmm. smart oh how fun okay good that'll be pretty i can't wait to see photos then next spring 
how, where they pop oh, up. And, okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 So, so I had a couple people this week uh, also that came in that had some concerns. They brought some leaves from their shrubs and trees. Mm -hmm. uh, concerned about you know what was what was the problem? Was it was disease and uh, or not? Uh, what kind of symptoms? Um, so basically, the symptoms were that they are turning a little bit uh, colored around the edges kind of brownish. and brownish. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and coupled with the time of year it is, uh, it, it, what we basically concluded was that it was a little bit when we had the dryness over the summer. Yeah. And this is the time of year when everything is starting to shut down anyway yeah that there wasn't a lot of concerns uh, one of the shrubs uh, they showed me was planted in a gravel area ah uh, yeah it's where a lot of people use gravel or rocks as as mulch and what was happening there was the landscape fabric and the the, the rock was all the way up next to the stems of the plant mm. so it wasn't getting adequate water oh. when they were watering it okay. they were watering it two or three times a week a little bit yeah and the water wasn't getting down into enough, right? the roots the root zone hmm. so we concluded that water deeply as opposed to you know, maybe once or twice a week as opposed to every other day a little bit. I think a lot of people make that mistake when they're watering. They don't let, it, it's hard to imagine how deep the water's going. Okay, one minute, two minutes, how far down is it? It's really difficult to tell that. Mm -hmm. So I, I think most people think they might overwater so they don't leave water on long enough for it to go way down into the, the entire root zone. It's very difficult. As as soon as the top layer is wet, and you know, it just seems like that should be enough. Sure. Or it's starting right. to look even a little muddy, perhaps. Yeah. Um, one one thing you can do is run the hose in a in a bucket and measure how long it takes to fill, for instance, a gallon of water. Or the five gallon bucket. Or the five gallon bucket. You know, just how many minutes is it? And okay. then you can think, oh, that's how long I need to put that hose on there okay. to get it that much water. Right. And different soils drain differently. Oh, absolutely. So if it's a clay soil, you're not going to get the penetration. Right. That's why it's really important to amend your soils Yeah. before planting. And compost, compost, compost. Oh, my gosh, yes. Good <laughs> girl. Jeez. All right. Lots of wonderful coupons for Prairie Gardens available if you check out their Facebook page or um, their website, prairiegardens.com. All right. Trees and shrubs and perennials all on sale. 40%. Yeah. 40% off. That's great. Yep. Good deals. All right. Good. And plenty of pumpkins and mums out here as oh, well. Oh, yeah. And gourds and oh, squash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Yep. Got it all. Great. Come on out to Prairie Gardens. This has been Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with Marianne Metz and John Weisgarver. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer is Dave Leake. 
You'll find a podcast of this show later today at WDWS.com. Just click on Multimedia. Have a great weekend.